0: You've got ideas, you've got ambition, you've got no time, or so you think. I'm Marissa Lonick, and I help busy moms with big dreams and no time. Join me each week as I dive into time management strategies, goal setting and achieving framework, and inspiring guests who are juggling mom life, work life, fill in the blank life. Dreams don't work unless you do, and just because you're a mom doesn't mean you can't still make it happen, whatever it means to you. Welcome to the Mama Work It podcast. Hello, 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 mama friends. Welcome back to another incredible episode of the Mama Work It podcast. I am so glad you're here. If you are new around here, I will quickly introduce myself. I'm Marissa Lonick. I'm the founder of Mama Work It. Mama Work It is an organization that supports the juggle, the juggle of mom life, work life, wife life, fill in the blank life, all the hats that we wear as busy mamas. And we talk a lot about what I lovingly refer to in this space as time management and biz momagement, which are essentially managing your time and your business when you are also juggling motherhood. Motherhood, I recently read, is the equivalent of juggling 2.5 full-time jobs. So it's a big friggin' deal. And then add on top of that a demanding career, a partnership or a marriage your own identity and hobbies and things you love to do. It's a lot. It's a lot. So this is a space where we talk practical hacks. We talk mindset shifts. We talk to amazing guests. Today, the guest is just me, myself and I. And what we're going to talk about on today's episode is we are going to talk about the holiday season. It is fast approaching. Maybe you're already feeling that pressure, that sense of, craziness all around you of like, you know, anxiety. Did I get, did I get it done? Am I organized? Do I know when I'm going to get this done? It already feels like my schedule is jam packed, all the things. And so I want to give you today kind of a sneak peek at a workshop that I'm hosting called Holiday Habits. I want to give you a little taste of what that workshop is going to entail. So if you are finding that this is relatable content, if you're feeling like this is really speaking to you, then join us in that workshop because it is going to be amazing. And not only will you get all of this incredible content, you are going to get an accompanying workbook so that you can really reflect on what some of these habits mean personally to you, how you can apply them, accountability, actually getting them done? How many times do you go to a workshop or listen to a motivational YouTube video or a podcast and you're like, "That all sounds really good and you're super hyped. And then the next day or the next week, you've either forgotten most of it or you haven't actually applied anything that you've learned. So the workshop is going to give you a tool to help you actually apply what you're learning personally in your own holiday season. Additionally, if you sign up for this workshop, I'm throwing in my productivity to-do list hacks. It is a really incredible tip resource sheet that's going to help you get through your to-do list without the overwhelm, the analysis paralysis, the decision fatigue, the just all of the stuff that stops you from getting done what you need to get done. So with that said, today we're diving into this topic, holiday habits, how to kind of Get into the holiday spirit without all the stress, the overwhelm, the anxiousness, um, and actually enjoy this time of year, actually have fun this time of year, like not just be the fun, the magic creator, but also somebody who's enjoying it, who's experiencing that joy and that fun themselves. And sometimes it's a lot easier said than done when you're the mom and feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. You feel like you are just managing it all, doing it all, and that's really challenging. So let's talk first before we dive into these tips, these habits, like what are some of the reasons in this season you're in that maybe the holidays kind of stress you out, I should say. So some things that come to mind for me, some things I've heard from mamas in my My world here are the travel. A lot of times people are traveling during this time of year and that can feel stressful. The financial woes, like all this pressure to be gift buying gifts and decorating the house and doing all these things and it costs money and maybe that wasn't necessarily in your budget or you've recently been laid off or whatever reason, financial woes, they can exist this time of year. How about just the pressure of gift giving, like that list maybe is growing every year or the things that your kids, maybe your kids are getting a little older. My kids are getting older and they're asking for a lot more expensive gifts. And it feels like it can be a lot of pressure to find the right gift or to even find what someone has requested or the perfect thing you think they'll love. Uh then let's not even get into like the social media feeds, the posts where everybody else looks like they've got it all together they've got the perfect holiday card um you're over here just trying to like figure out what day of the week it is and you just feel so disconnected from that that place you're comparing apples to oranges right it looks like they have it all together you feel like the hot mess and it can be triggering uh, maybe family obligations that you don't always love to do or even just other obligations like volunteering at school functions, or just other events that you get invited to and feeling kind of overscheduled. And then there's, of course, mom guilt. Mom guilt likes to show up all the time, uninvited or invited. Well, she's never really invited, but she likes to show up. She likes to mess with everything. She likes to get inside our head. She likes to, you know, prevent us from getting a good night's sleep or prevent us from focusing when we have work projects to do or Things that we want to be fully present for with our kids, like quality time, she'll just creep in. Oof, that guilt is immense. And so what happens when we start experiencing these things, when we start experiencing these feelings as we get not so fun results and it can be exacerbated during this time of year. So maybe we feel a little more stressed or overwhelmed or that guilt's really, you know, it was at a a two or a three, it was kind of under control and now it's at an 11. Uh, Maybe we're worrying a lot more, we're anxious, we might be feeling defeated, we might be putting these impossible expectations upon ourselves and feeling like we never quite hit the mark, hit the benchmark, hit the goal. Maybe we're even feeling resentful, resentful toward our partner because we feel like we are just managing the bulk of the load here. Um, There's so much that goes along with this. Some people tend to lean into emotional eating and gain weight and then they don't feel so good about themselves or their healthy habits, their self-care habits, they fall off the radar because their schedule is quite different and more full than it normally is. There's this pressure that January is coming and we got to start the new year off perfectly. And, you know, on this incredibly different healthy routine or, you know, whatever insert, whatever thing you're looking to achieve in January. And it feels like a never ending cycle. And it's especially this time of year, it can really be triggering. So the holidays, you guys, they shouldn't make your head hurt. They should be a fun time of year think about when you were a kid how you felt during this season hopefully you have some really good core memories about things that went down during this time of year it's a shame that as we enter into this adulting era especially as parents that we can't experience that at least not often enough and especially during this time of year because when we experience that we allow our kids to experience that even more So not to put that added pressure on you, but just good to keep in mind, like the things you are going to learn today, even if they feel like it's a little woo of leaning into like having more fun and things like that, you're actually doing great parenting in doing that. It's not just about you kind of fixing the issues within yourself and in order for you to feel less stressed, but it's also really good for your family and those surrounding you. So we're going to go through these five habits. It's going to be kind of quick because, again, this is a little bit of a sneak peek. I can't go into full depth on that podcast. We like to keep the episodes like 30 minutes or less. But I'll give you a sneak peek of what these five habits that I teach in this workshop are, Holiday Habits Workshop. And I encourage you, again, if this sounds relatable, if this sounds exciting to you, if this sounds like exactly what you need in entering this season that is fast approaching, Sign up for this workshop. You are not going to be disappointed. So the first habit that I'm going to talk to you about is a solid system, a solid system. Now, chances are, if you are a fan of Mama Work It, if you are a fan of me, if you are a working mom, if you are a mom in general, you have some sort of system for organizing your life because if you didn't, that would be really, really hard. So whatever system that is, I'm not here to tell you to change it or mess with it or anything like that, but I am here to tell you to think about it a little bit more right now. Reason being, reason being, that system might be working just fine any other time of year, but we are entering into a different season where things are quite different, right? Things are quite different during the holiday season. We've got more stuff on our calendar, We've got more things on our to-do list typically. We've got different schedules, maybe day-to-day, especially like once kids are out of school or maybe we've taken time off work or maybe work is busier, or maybe work is not as busy. It doesn't matter. It's not the typical routine we're following on a regular, any old Tuesday in, you know, March, let's just say. So I want you to ask yourself if your current system is going to be sufficient. For the holiday season if it is and you feel like it's working for you and it's great and it's checking all the boxes and you have no pain points when it comes to this perfect but if it's not identify what are those pain points what are the things that aren't working for you is it the fact that you're the only one who knows what this schedule is and no one else knows so everyone's just constantly asking you all day long what's next what are we doing today what are we doing this weekend et cetera, et cetera, and that's that's time consuming to answer those questions to be like the sole keeper of the schedule. And so if that is a pain point for you right now, especially as things are busier and responsibilities are more fruitful, I guess I should say, well, then maybe the system you need to sort of temporarily adopt for the holiday season is something that ensures there's communication involved. Maybe this is an app, a joint app that you and your partner or your child care provider or whoever else is in your village have access to. Maybe it's a shared Google calendar. Maybe it is simply a whiteboard in a common area in your house, like the kitchen or, you know, the living room or whatever that is. Whatever it is, if you have a pain point in your system, especially during this busier time of year, identify what that pain point is and see how you can fix it with a new and different system. I know change is hard for a lot of people. Remember, this can be a temporary thing. Maybe it's just November, December of when you're using it, but it can really have a tremendous, tremendously good effect on just the season and kind of how things are flowing and working. All right. Speaking of being super busy during the holidays, the second habit or tip I'm going to tell you about today is about boundaries boundaries. So the holidays, they really make it easy for us to overcommit. I know I'm guilty of overcommitting, especially during the holidays. And why do we do this? There are so many reasons why we do this. We do this because of FOMO, fear of missing out. We don't want to not be at that party or at that event. We want to know what happened and, you know, be there and be present. We do this because of guilt, guilt showing up in so many different areas, whether that's mom guilt of volunteering at the school party or donating or doing all those things, whether it's work guilt of maybe going to the holiday party and the happy hour and the this and the that and the secret Santa gift exchange or whatever it is. Maybe it's church guilt or, you know, wherever you worship of like maybe there's a volunteer event or they're collecting gifts or whatever it is. And it just feels like a lot, especially when you're saying yes to everything. So what you need to remember when it comes to this tip, when it comes to boundaries, is quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. If you say yes to everything, you can't do everything well. You simply can't. And if you do, what's going to happen is you're going to burn out and you're not going to enjoy the season at all. You're going to feel a lot of those icky feelings that we mentioned earlier. So we get inside our head too often and the answers are usually like so simple and so clear when it comes to deciding if we should say yes or no to certain things. I know it's often the case, especially it's been for me. I know with clients I've worked with that we tend to overthink these kind of things. Well, if I say no... What's that person going to think or is that person going to be offended or is it going to look like I don't care about my church or my job or my kid's school or my kid's teacher, whatever it is. And the bottom line is with this, and I'm going to just say it, is most people actually don't care. Like we are creating these stories inside our head. We are thinking about these whole dramatic theatrical things that are happening if we do this or if we do that, and usually nothing happens. Usually we say, no, thank you, or I'm sorry, I can't make it. And everything's just fine. Like the world doesn't fall apart. Our friends aren't mad at us. We don't feel terrible that we missed the 14th party that we were invited to. And it's all good. So again, this is probably something you're hyping yourself up about if you're worried about, oh, I don't even know what I can say no to or things like that. And it's probably a lot easier said than done. Again, nine times out of 10, no one actually cares. So create some boundaries, set some boundaries, know what is too much for you, know what to say yes to, what to say no to, and go from there. Don't over schedule yourself. Okay, third habit, third tip here has to do with perfectionism, perfectionism. So did you ever hear the expression that comparison is the thief of joy? Comparison is the thief of joy. I know I've heard that before and I think it's actually very true. Like if I sit there and scroll social media and compare myself to lots of other accounts, I start to feel a definite less joyful feeling coming from within. Well, I think perfectionism is the thief of time, energy, and happiness. Think about it. When you are so fixated on getting something perfect, you spend a lot of time in this space. You spend a ton of energy in this space. And usually what happens is you don't get it perfect because nothing is perfect. We all know that. And so... At the end, you're not even really happy with all that time and energy and outcome. You feel some sort of sense of defeat or that something didn't go well for you or that you messed something up and you get down on yourself. So a lot of us will lean into this perfectionism tendency, if especially if this is something we we have in our lives regularly during this season especially because there's a lot to lean into when it comes to perfectionism this time of year right there's buying the perfect gift for people like really like really thinking about it really being thoughtful there's the decor of your home and making sure it's like the most beautiful house on the block perhaps there's the perfect holiday card photo oh my gosh i know i've i struggle i still struggle with that one sometimes perfect holiday card photo. There's so much, the the tree. I mean, there's a million different ways you could exercise perfectionism during the holiday season. It's really evident and it can really rear its ugly head during this time of year. So are there perfect quote unquote hacks out there? Totally. And I'm all for the hacks. Like I teach hacks. I practice hacks. I'm a fan of hacks. But When you don't strive for perfection, even if you execute those hacks, when you aren't striving for perfection, it really takes the pressure off and creates a whole different vibe when it comes to the season, when it comes to even implementing those hacks. So think about it. If perfectionism is an area that you often struggle with, beware that it is going to come through pretty damn hard likely during the holiday season. So maybe pinpoint what that is for you. Maybe one thing or two things that you want to just be mindful of, be aware of, and think about how you can eliminate some of that pressure. Because awareness, simply being aware of this, is going to help you so much in not actually exercising it during the season. All right, so that was... Habit number three, it had to do a lot with perfectionism and that pressure we put on ourselves. All right. My next habit, my next tip is called batch party. Batch party, you guys. Like what the hell's batch party? If you're scratching your head, don't worry. This isn't like something you're likely find out there. I kind of invented it. So this is really for your not so favorite tasks that still need to get done. Okay. Okay. This is what you'll use the batch party for. So I want you to think about like, is there something during the holiday season that you totally dread doing? I'm sure there's at least one task out there, one commitment you've done every year in years past. I know one that comes to mind for me is holiday shopping kind of stresses me out a little bit, but particularly making the, calendar I gift a calendar with all our photos in it to the grandparents every year I've done it since the kids were babies I set this pressure upon myself I take full responsibility and yet every year I totally hate doing this task and so how do I do it I instead of procrastinating instead of worrying about it instead of thinking about it 24 7 I set a date of when I'm going to get it done Usually I try to do it like around Black Friday time because there's sales and deals on those calendars too. And I set a block of time and I simply batch party it, which means I tell myself during that block of time, during that day, I put it on my calendar, like I've scheduled it in. This is when I'm batch partying this task. So you could do this for wrapping, you could do this for shopping, you could do this for these calendars. You could do it for really anything that has to do with the holidays or really anything, but we're talking about holidays here. So do this for a task you don't love doing. You schedule it. You get all your supplies ready. You block your time. If you can do this with someone, I mean, because a party usually isn't solo. So if you can do this with a friend or with someone else, even better. Because did you know you are actually 95% more likely to complete a task if you have an accountability partner? Fun fact for you. And you're 42% more likely to complete a task when you simply write it down and schedule it in. So batch party. This is what you do. It eliminates you stressing over it because you've got a day and time you're committed to do it. It eliminates procrastination because again, you've scheduled, you have this party set. It kind of can make it more fun, especially if like the shopping stresses you out and you and a friend are like in it to win it one day at the mall. And you're like, we're not leaving this mall until we get everything done that we need to get done. And it just really, again, makes that task that has been potentially stressing you out or that you're dreading doing more fun, quicker, easier to execute. So for something you're dreading, Batch party. All right. Last holiday habit, last tip that we are going to skim the surface on during today's podcast episode is simply leaving room for fun, leaving room for fun. So, you know, me, I love a routine. Like I am a time management and productivity nerd. And if you're listening, maybe you are too. I think routines are important, but I also think spontaneity is really important and especially important this time of year like there is no time like the holiday season to get some spontaneity to get off routine and to fill that time with fun and when I say fun I don't mean the fun like you say you did or that you checked off your list the fun you were there for but you weren't really there for like your body was there but your mind was in a hundred other places I mean fully present fun, fully present fun. When was the last time you had fully present fun? It may be a while, right? Or maybe it was just recently. Awesome. But if this is an area that is hard for you, I want you to maybe think about one, two, three, maybe five things that you can do during the holidays season, during the holidays. Maybe you're off from work for a little bit. Maybe your kids are out of school. Like while you're off this regular routine, think of five things, three things, two things, even one thing that you weren't already planning that you will commit to doing that is just fun. And again, if you write it down, 42% more likely to do it. And if you get an accountability partner, like get a buddy to do this fun thing with, maybe another mom and her kids and you guys all and go do something together. Maybe it's another friend and you schedule that time for you and that friend to just go out and have some fun together. Um, you, again, with that accountability partner, that buddy, you're 95% more likely to actually get it done. So those are the five habits that I'm going to be covering in more depth in that workshop. If you want to join us, be sure to sign up. The link is in the show notes today. Uh, more information about it is in the show notes. And if you know a mama who could benefit from holiday habits, be sure to tell them about it. You are going to get that workbook to help you really personalize and customize and hold you accountable for implementing these habits into your life. You are going to get that productivity to-do list hacks resource that I mentioned as a free bonus. And that is that. So if you liked this episode, be sure to leave a review, leave some stars there, preferably five, let me know, send me a DM, and I am just wishing you a happy, happy holiday season. Thanks again for listening. I will talk to you soon. And in the meantime, keep on working it, mama. Bye. You've been listening to the Mama Work It podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and would love if you could take a quick minute to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening from, and maybe even send a note to a fellow mama friend recommending it. Reviews and recs help this podcast grow and reach more like-minded, awesome moms. And if you haven't subscribed yet, don't forget to click that button so we can stay in touch, girl. By the way, If you haven't checked out the Mama Work It website, please do. There are lots of free resources and great articles there that can help you with the juggle of work life, mom life, wife life, fill in the blank life. So head on over. Thanks again for being part of the tribe. I'll see you soon. But in the meantime, keep on working it, Mama.